thing? Marshall asked, eyeing the pockets of Sini's red apprentice apron. You promised you would two letters ago, remember? Sini nodded. She took a bite of cake before setting the plate down and retreating into the tiny living room, where her purse hung from a rusted hook on the wall. Marshall followed excitedly, with Margot at his heels. From the purse, Sini pulled out a flat, folded piece of violet paper, feeling the slight, familiar tingling of it beneath her fingers. Marshall looked on as she pressed it against the wall and made the last few folds that formed the bat's wings and ears, careful to align the edges of the paper so the magic would take. Then, holding the bat's belly in her hand, she commanded it, Breathe. The paper bat hunched and pushed itself up on her palm with the small paper hooks on its wings. Amazing! Marshall exclaimed, seizing the bat before it could fly away. Careful with it, Sini called as he rushed toward the back hallway to the room he, Zena, and Margot shared. Reaching into her pack again, Sini pulled out a simple bookmark, long and pointed at one end. She handed it to Zena. Her sister crooked an eyebrow. Uh, what is this? A bookmark, Sini explained. Just tell it the title of the book you're reading and leave it on the nightstand. It will keep track of what page you're on by itself. She pointed to the center of the bookmark, where she'd overlaid a small square of paper. The page number will appear here, in my handwriting. It should work for your sketchbooks, too. Zena snorted. Weird. Thanks. Margot clasped her hands under her chin. And me? Sienny smiled and rubbed Margot's orange hair, a color that matched her own. From the side pocket of her bag, she pulled a small paper tulip. Green paper comprised its stem, and red and yellow paper formed its six petals, which overlapped at the edges and alternated in color. Margot's mouth formed a perfect O as Sienny handed her the flower. Set it in your window, and in the morning it will bloom, just like a real flower, Sienny said. But don't water it. Margot nodded excitedly and followed Marshall's path back to the bedroom, cradling the tulip as though it had been crafted of glass. Sienny sat in the living room to finish her cake with her parents, while Marshall and Margot played with their new spells in their room. Zena had headed to Parliament Square for a date. Busy, the Jack Russell Terrier Sienny had been forced to leave behind upon accepting her apprenticeship, curled up lazily at Sienny's feet lifting her head every now and then to beg for a crumb. Well, Sienny's mother said after her second piece of cake, it does sound like it's going well for you. Magician Thane seems like a very nice teacher. He is, Sienny said, hoping the poor lighting masked the blush creeping up her cheeks. She set her plate on the floor for Busy to lick. He's very nice. Sini's father clapped his hands down on his knees and let out a long breath. Well, we'd better get you a buggy so you can head back before it's too late. He glanced out the window at the night sky. Then he stood, opening his arms for an embrace. Sini jumped up and hugged her father tightly, then her mother. I'll visit soon, she promised. Without traffic, it took just over an hour to get from Emery's cottage to Whitechapel's mill squats, so Sienny didn't drop in as often as she would have liked. She felt certain she could make the trip in a quarter hour on Emery's paper glider, 
but he insisted that the world wasn't ready for such eccentricity. Sini's father called the buggy service, for which Sini insisted on paying, and soon Sini sat in the back of an automobile, chugging past the tightly spaced flats of the mill squats on a cobbled road winding between townhouses. She passed the post office, the grocer, and the turn for the children's park, taking the meandering route out of the quieting city. Soon her buggy's lights were the only ones on the road. Sini stared out the open window at the stars, which grew in number the closer she drew to Emery's cottage. Invisible crickets sang from the tall grasses that lined the road out of London, and the river running alongside it bubbled and churned. Sini's heart beat a little faster when the buggy pulled to a stop. After paying, she disembarked and stepped past the cottage's menacing spells, which disguised it as a run-down mansion with broken...